I think at the end of the day, if you can go home and say, I at least didn't do anything to cause anyone else harm or hatred or sadness or pain, and I made one person, like, smile, then I did a good job. So, pat yourselves on the back. Winner. Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Blast off. Blast off my countdown. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. It's been a while. We're so, so ex- long. But we're so excited. We are so excited. I am CB. I am CS. And this is You Fit Here, if this is your first time here. And we have missed you guys. We have skipped a week of podcasting. Two weeks? A week or two? One week. Well, te- one technical week and then also a previous week, but not back-to-back. Right. Okay. And normally, I would be kicking myself and very mad at myself because I don't like that. <laughs> right. I like consistency and doing what I set out to do. I and knew you were going to say that, yeah. doing what I set out to do. Yes. Because there's this, like, break between – having these good habits and sticking to them and then kind of experiencing life and letting life hand you what it needs to hand you and you taking what it needs to hand you and turning it into beautiful cake. I don't know what I was going to say lemonade, but whatever. There were no lemons, so it was all good things. So we are just hopping on. We are going to recap the last couple of weeks and fun stuff ahead and yeah, check back in with everyone. Yeah, we actually, we have missed you, but we have technically also missed each other physically, same as everybody else in the world because of COVID. And it had been almost a year and a half Mm -hmm. that we had seen each other, but we have now only been apart for like what, four days? Yeah. And we spent four days together. So it was magnificent. Hot off the, the press. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. CS and I, if you guys aren't aware, do not live close to each other. We live, well, it used to be three hours apart, but now it's going to be five hours apart because I'm moving. Actually, that depends on whether you know how to drive and where to go and how Mm -hmm. to follow maps. How to avoid Chicago Chicago traffic traffic. or not. (laughs) Neither here nor there. So (laughs) here nor there, don't follow certain directional apps. (laughs) Or- I'm just kidding. I love Waze. Woohoo. I don't know, actually. I really don't know who to trust anymore. <laughs> you can't Definitely. trust nobody. I just know I can't trust myself. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so CS and I normally see each other just about every, like, three months. two or three months. Yeah. We, like, take turns who goes where. We get real amped up and refreshed and motivated. And We have pictures taken. Oh, it's like a blast. A brainstorm. And so I think... We went into CS's visit with, like, I, I did so much anticipation of what we needed to do. It was like, we need new pictures taken. We need new products created. We need to 
demo our new office. We need to do so many things to catch up for the year and a half that we have not been together. And it kind of all went out the window. (laughs) And for me, normally I would like kind of hate myself or pressure us to like cram everything in and then be rushed and stressed. And I think I realized that we just needed like time to A, hang out and B, do all these other things that I need done in my life. And I can't even tell you guys. So some of you know, I've been in construction in my future home or new house and living in construction is no joke. And my kitchen was like on the brink of working. Like I almost had a stove that could cook and a fridge and whatnot. And CS came and she was like, no, we're doing this. And I love CS for this because she's like, you need this kind of screws to put these last cabinet doors on. So let's go do it. Let's put them on. Let's get the stuff in the shelves. And I was like, no, 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 no. We don't need to waste our time doing this. And she said to me, if you can't have your life organized, we can't move forward with work. And like, you can't be motivated with all this stuff lingering. And she literally, you guys, put together my kitchen. I mean, and my house, cleaned, helped my kids, fed my kids, did all of these things that I have been like kind of balancing in my life, juggling. She's looking like, did I really do that? Yeah. You watched (laughs) movies with them. You searched Pinterest with them. You made them bagels at night. She was just like this little savior who came and was like, let's get your living situation living, livable. Livable. Manageable. Yeah. So that you can function. And I felt real guilty afterwards. Like, well, we didn't get our pictures taken. We didn't create our new orders. We missed a week of the podcast. All the things that... We did demo half the office, which I, I came home and when people were like, how was the trip? I was like... I think I want to be reborn and become a construction worker (laughs) or whatever. I want a nail gun. Yeah. So please order that for me on Amazon. And, you know, so anyway, um, we, we are capable of so much more, which I think is suffocating in a way Mm -hmm. because it does put a lot of pressure on the time that we do get to spend together. But I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm not like, okay, so shoot, But at the same time, I have more faith than ever because sometimes you do just need to do things that you weren't planning to do. Yeah. It's like buying the repair on your dishwasher that like you don't want to spend your time or money on, but you know you need to do it to function. Or get your oil changed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get your oil changed. However, I will say that this was so rewarding. CS decorated. So in my kitchen now, I have glass doors on like the top therefore will never be touched and cs and i at nine o'clock at night town oh my gosh we were like okay we have an hour to go to home goods and target then we went to crumble cookies of course and walgreens and picked up dinner for my husband Mm -hmm. (laughs) five stops in an hour one hour and filled she decorated all these upper shelves. It is so beautiful and I will never touch anything ever again <laughs> until she's probably okay. back in town. <laughs> but you need to uh, give yourself credit because more than half of those were your eye. So, well, we did it together. We but did it she together. instigated me just getting it done. And 
this weekend over the holiday weekend, I actually could use my kitchen and I would not have been able to do that had CS not come and told me, let's just get this done and be done if she didn't do that because she left and I was like, oh my gosh, I have plates in my cabinet and cups and pots and pans. Like it was very exciting and I'm so grateful. But anyways, I started thinking to myself, Okay, so I really enjoyed our time together, like really enjoyed it. I felt like we needed it just chill and not this chaotic pictures and products and all this stuff because normally we're so checklist of stuff we need to get done, but then we don't just enjoy hanging out as much because we've crammed so much other stuff in it. And I was listening to a podcast, obviously, and I heard this reference about this psychologist. I got to look him up. Daniel Kahneman, 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 something of this nature. And it, he has this theory article, I don't know, whatever, you can look it up, about how we have two different selves. And one is our experiential self, so the self that's experiencing the moment and living in the moment. And then the other is like our remembering or our narrative self. And that's the self that then pretend writes this little history book every day in your mind of what happened. That's the self that's like interpreting everything that happened and then either chooses the highs and the lows or beats yourself up about things or whatnot. So I started thinking, oh my gosh, in the midst of our time together, I had the best experience ever. Like I was in the moment, we had so much fun. And then my narrative self or remembering self kicks in when I'm laying down at night and I'm like, we didn't get our pictures done. We didn't do the podcast. We didn't do this. And so I started hating on this great experience we had. And I was like, what am I doing? I'm like ruining this moment. And that moment of time is what we needed, irregardless of all the other things we have to do. So anyways, then I just started digging deeper into it and I started telling Colleen about it just now, about how you need to have like a balance of the two. So my experiencing self is like present in the moment, experiencing the thing, but then my narrative self isn't only picking out like the one high or the one low, and it's also not infiltrating all the things you should have done otherwise, mm-hmm. right? So, like, where is the balance of the two so that the narrative self can, like, make sure you make good decisions for the next time that will benefit you, but also won't ruin the experiencing self in the moment enjoying the thing. Yeah. Kind of like a a way of pondering essentially how to improve your life in many different aspects Mm -hmm. and thinking about, I mean, you can't punish yourself if you are reflecting back on your day and maybe it was a day where you like screwed around and got absolutely nothing done and maybe that was just what you needed and so you you look at that as like a reset button and then tomorrow you're back at it or maybe there were moments that you are ashamed you you know I I mean I, I don't I'm I can't think of anything too shaming shameful <laughs> I don't know but uh but if you can learn from how that makes you feel and then do better the next day. That might be a way to find some balance. I don't, I'm not really good at balancing. Yeah. But I think it's like, so it is so true because if you are just 
stuck in the experiencing side of your life, you're never going to like learn, learn and do better the next time for your future self to be happy or happier. But if you're also too in the narrative or remembering self, then you'll never be able to be present in the moment to experience what you're experiencing. And Mm -hmm. I just thought the whole concept was so cool. And I feel like I want to learn more about it because it's so true. Like when you make future decisions, like you always say, do something that will make your future self happy, like get gas or whatever we talk about, work out in the morning, whatever it is, your tips, which I love so that then you can enjoy the next moment. So I feel like you have balance, right? Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I just thought it was a very I meant, cool. Thing. I meant physical balance. Oh. <laughs> I'm working on it. Something I'm working on. Um, but yeah, no, I do. I think it's interesting. I didn't go to. I was tired every night when I was with you, so I fell asleep pretty quickly. I didn't really think. You're about like, I didn't think about anything afterwards. <laughs> but uh, when when I answer, how was your week up in Wisconsin? And I say we got a lot done. I don't necessarily mean that we, you know, are going to sell more shirts than we ever have this coming week because of all the preparation that we went through, but I mean, we got a lot done to service half, well, more like 75% because our business, our actual business is with CB. So it will go with her to Wisconsin. So, um, I felt I don't really feel like there's much explanation needed because no one knows what we do or don't do. Other no, than I agree. documented. I think it's also like we really are helping our future selves. It just felt in the moment like our every kind birthday is coming up, and now I feel ill prepared for it because we don't have new pictures of ourselves, which sounds so silly. But when it's a two man show and you literally need content for every single thing you post or launch or whatever, then not having that down the line when you need it is like, well, shoot, should we have done that instead? And I, we, that's, we've come so far with yeah. being better prepared yeah, in order to be less stressed and make the most of, of the, the messages that we put on things that we care deeply about that we mm-hmm. want, you know, to get out in the world. But, but in I order think, to do that, yeah, we need to gut the new office and it's, build it's, it and it's sell one my of house. those one of those um things uh I forget the uh, first thing put first things first yeah and it's not necessarily things that you want to do even though I mean I I did I did want to to you do demoed it. that office like a but beast but it's a great lesson that we can continue to learn and and I think that that's the most important thing that you can gain from any experience anyway so yeah I think I'm too caught in my narrative self and you probably more lean towards the experience self and I need to just like let it not beat myself up this week because all of a sudden I'm like we don't have this done and this done and it's like who cares you got all these other things done that are beneficial for your life and your business in the future. But it's like the oil change thing where it's like, I don't know. You know? You know? I know, you know. I know, I you do. Know. So anyways, there's no – that's me just explaining things to myself so that I don't kick myself for CS organizing my kitchen instead of taking pictures and creating a new, new product. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which are coming here regardless. We just have to work that much faster and that much harder, but that's what we do. Okay, take a breath. So CS came and it was so nice. And yeah, I'm moving. My house went on the market today. Like minutes ago. Minutes ago. Right before I went to hit record, I was like, oh, and it's up. It's up. So that's crazy and crazy. crazy. And I'm personally proud of CB because she has wavered and been trying to please so many different facets of her life and her family's life, trying to figure out a way to stay in one place and knowing that this is what's coming, but when is it coming? And now it's here and she's really just taken the bull by the horns. Oh gosh. You know what? The right expression. I think so. Yeah. I think in my house renovations, I have become the general contractor, as my husband likes to call it. And I used to wonder, we did construction on our house that we're selling once upon a time, and I was very pregnant. And we had a contractor, and I always wondered why he just sat at the dining room table, and it appeared like he did nothing. (laughs) And now I know, because you need to physically be in the construction zone, watching every little detail, watching everything that's happening, making sure people stay at the job site and don't just leave after you leave because no one's there to tell them to do X, Y, and Z or finish. And that in and of itself, oh my gosh, I give contractors a lot of credit. Doug and I started, my husband Doug and I started a new show last night on HBO called Frayed. Oh. And I, we were, we, we laughed insanely hard. It's very funny. It's um, from, it's supposed to be in the 1980s, I think mid-1980s, but this woman um, whose husband passed away, very wealthy couple with two children, she, all the assets are frozen due to some, something that happened with his death. And so she has no money. So she has to move back home to Australia and find a job. And when she brings her credentials to the interview, she is like a, the PTO mom, and then she gives herself a very fancy name for having been the general contractor for the, the over 10-year span. And he was like, so in other words, you did this for your house? And she was like, yes, and it was the hardest thing I'll, I've ever done and that I will ever do. And I was laughing because I was like, <laughs> she's right, but in so this right. interview, I feel like she's going to blow it. But anyway, it's, it is hilarious. And then reading the reviews on IMDb by people from across the pond and the way mm-hmm. that, oh, what a gem. I mean, a pearl of a gem. And now I'm going to say that all oh, the time. I love that. It's, it's really good and funny and not appropriate for people under a certain age. Just okay. um, throwing that out there. Just some language and things like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, so funny. Anyway, That's so yeah, funny. no, it it's is the so full-time true. job, but it's also something I'm way more interested than I ever thought I was. Oh, and yeah. CS learned how to pull up carpet tacking, carpet trim, mold, <laughs> mold drywall. <laughs> we got I down and dirty. I, I just have so many un- unanswered questions, you know, but yeah. it's fine. There's, you know, TikTok and YouTube for that. It turns out I want to just do more things physically and I want your dad to teach me how, but. Well, this is what started in my house. It was like, we're going to paint the cabinets 
that turned into a lot of other things. And then the basement was all gutted. And my dad's like, you need to stop. Like, once I felt like I could do it, I just gutted the whole basement. And he's like, someone needs to tell you when to stop. And I'm like, "Mm." no, they don't. Nah. I know. I, in the beginning, it was just going to be this one project for you. And then you got a hold of a crowbar and Uh a sledgehammer. All the floors (laughs) up, all the everything. Yeah. But, but it is, it's also in in line with our amazing two part, two separate interviews with Chelsea Memel, the amazing Chelsea Memel. But, you know, you, there's always, opportunities to learn and grow. And you, I'm, I've definitely always been interested in these types of things, but I've never actually been on hands, hands on. I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I love to hammer nails into the wall and things like that and hang things, but, um, it's never too late to try new things and, you know, do things that you're passionate about. And those experiences will lend themselves to boosting your confidence and then come back around in whatever you're doing in life and somehow help you, I think. So pretty oh, sure. hundred percent. Totally. Now I feel positive. like there's nothing I couldn't do. Right. Isn't that a great feeling? Because so many of the things that seemed impossible are like, oh, I would never be able to do that. Oh my gosh. I could do it in a heartbeat right now. I am going to strip the wallpaper in my bathroom. I told Doug, I said, I've there are many things, many things I want to do now, just so you know. And he was, he's had, I had a feeling. And I said, but what do you think about if I strip that wallpaper? And he's like, and paint the ceiling because it's like yellow, which mm-hmm. is weird. Uh, he's like, yeah, no, I don't have a problem with that. So he will come home one day and it will something, it will be different. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, we demoed that whole half of the office in what? An hour and a half, maybe. I don't know. With the dumpster loads, maybe. It was quick. Once it was you know, quick. it's easy peasy lemon squeezy. Right. The aftermath of it, I'm not so sure how yeah, that Yeah, now be. putting it all back together. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't see any sound waves on mine. Is mine recording? Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, sure is. I guess it would be too late if not. But this is the first time for you listeners who have listened to us before that we we at least always have like some kind of notes in front of our faces. And this is the first time that we have not a single note. We just yeah. believe in ourselves so much. I believe I can fly. That we yeah. can tackle anything. And here we are recording a podcast without any thing. Yeah. I'm so proud, I'm so proud of us. I like it. I feel like that whole idea of experience in life versus how you write down your history of your life was like just something that is stuck in my head a little bit where I hope everyone listening can think about themselves in those moments. Like, are you too stuck in one or the other to have this good balance of like thanking your past self and still being present and enjoying moments in life and not beating yourself up about stuff? Right. Because what does that do? And I think a part of you subconsciously believes in how far we've come enough to know that, okay, well, what needs to get done will get done. Maybe not in the way that we would like for it to, especially having spent all this time apart, but it will. Actually, we were reminiscing on this when we were together about how we are approaching our seventh birthday of every kind. And she said something about, she saw a picture that said 2014 And 
I was like, what's crazy is that the first year we started our business was just a tornado of stuff. I think the first three years, like I don't even remember a lot of things. I think I was so stuck in that like narrative to-do list, grow this, grow the business, figure this out in the midst of having babies, both of us, that I barely remember part of it. And I like kind of kick myself for that because I feel like I missed out on the like experiencing side of so many things because I was just so like getting all emotional. So zeroed in on, I don't know, stuff. And now it's like, I need to find the balance of not missing stuff. Like the holiday weekend, I didn't do anything. And now I'm kicking myself a little bit, but I'm like, no, I enjoy my life. Like I'm going to remember that versus that we missed one week of the podcast. Totally. No, it's really funny that you brought that up because my friend Becca, who just had a baby, mm-hmm. she was saying something like, oh my gosh, that happened. I don't remember that. And Colleen, the other Colleen, my friend, Colleen, our friend, but my the other Colleen, there's yeah. so many of us, y'all. <laughs> um, she'll tell me, she'll bring up things that happened between like halfway through 2014 to like early 2016. And I have no recollection. Yeah. Like how she did this thing with her son, baby led weaning. And I didn't even know she did that. And she's like, you were blacked out. Doug yeah. says I was in an unmedicated fog. Yeah. Uh, not not purposefully, but uh, and for very different. And I didn't have all the inventory and any of that. It was just very different. But I totally know what you're saying. Yeah. I and I, and I feel guilty, but there's pictures to prove certain things, which is helpful. Right. And it all it all was for a a really good reason. And it's it's not perfect. And we wish we had more help and whatever. Yeah. But we figure it out. We always figure it out somehow. Yeah. I saw a lot of things about like, I think around that time too, like 2014 to 2017. Do you remember everything was like girl boss and like, well, I don't know. Like everything yeah. was like hustle, hustle, hustle and whatever. And girl boss is stupid because you don't need to preface it with girl. Anyways. But it was all very much like burn yourself out, basically, mm-hmm. which is, I think, what we are both doing for multiple different reasons in our life. And now I think with age comes wisdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with experience, which is why the experience side of things is so important. Yeah. Yeah. God, I'm so emotional right now. Gosh. Your house just went on the market. I know, which I think is a lowercase t trauma I've heard. Moving. Because yeah. it's like. Really? Yes. Closing chapters. And I'm getting all sad about my dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, get it together. Okay. I will say I had never been at the new house with Kingston. So <laughs> that was good. But I kept thinking like, oh, I need to be quiet. But then I remembered I do It's fine. Except for the boys. You know, the boys need their rest. Colleen's boys are good sleepers. They are good sleepers. A little too good to the point where I was like, they're like, can we sleep at Yaya's house? No. You need to sleep at home to sleep in because I know you will sleep in until 9 o'clock if I let you. And Oh, yeah. So after fireworks and chaos, like, 
What a fun weekend, but I feel like my children need a week of recoup. Oh my gosh, 100%. My baby slept till 1036 yesterday. Oh my lord. I mean, we checked on her two times and I heard her sneeze, so I knew she was okay. But um, (laughs) it was, I'm kind of frightening. I know. And isn't it crazy when the fourth falls on like a Sunday and then people are off on Monday and then this whole next week, I think this is also part of it. Where I'm just feeling so like frazzled. I'm behind a day and frazzled, yeah. but really, I don't have that much to be. I mean, I have a lot to be frazzled about, but like everything's fine. <laughs> but in my mind, I have lost time, and I'm sure people can relate to this feeling after any Monday off. It's like I I've, I'm missing 24 hours of my life right now, and how am I going to catch up with that 24 hours? Well, and even more than that, because when I was there our efforts were focused on whatever they were focused on. So I responded to a bunch of emails this morning, like, I feel really guilty, but it's been like eight days and I haven't replied to so many of these emails. I know. And I'm like, super sorry, was gone for last week. And then it was the three-day weekend that I my I, I really wanted to de- dedicate to my family. And, yeah. and we all should do that as often as we can and then squeeze as much work in when we can do that. Some yeah. of us are very – you know, blessed and go to an office away from everybody all day long. But also, I... <laughs> you are very blessed that you get to work from home and create your own schedule. So, so we are blessed. not discrediting no. that you might not feel blessed going into an office. All no, the time. I'm just totally kidding. But yes, our husbands are very blessed. <laughs> very blessed. Uh, but I wouldn't trade it, obviously. So really, it all comes down to that. And I need to not, you know. Take out it's like me. just the pressure we all put on ourselves. Right. It's so wild, especially our country specifically. I feel that it's like so much pressure for success and whatever you deem that as and the next thing and what goal and blah, blah, blah. And I've always said I don't like goals and I know that's probably maybe a wrong way of thinking, but I just, I like the idea of like reaching towards something, a goal, but not like dictating your life around goals and then missing everything else that goes on. Yes. Probably because I knew, I know I'm the type of person who could get too all consumed in that goal and then miss other things in life. But I guess if you're not that type of person and you need the daily like check-in reminder, then goals would be really wonderful and helpful. (laughs) That's true. Like my own mini um, self-evaluation today. Just really feeling all these feelings and um, therapying myself into feeling calm today. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Uh, and, but it, you uh, know, we'll, it'll all get done. It'll be fine. Everything's yes. fine. Everything's fine. That's what I need the next shirt to say. Everything's fine. And if it's not, we'll make it fine because everything is figure outable, which I keep saying to my husband. About yeah. our construction. <laughs> Everything is figure outable. Yeah. Even the things that I say that make no sense to anybody. Figure outable. Well, they do. And I think it's really good because so many people feel this way about different things in their life and want that balance of enjoying the moment and then not kicking yourself in the future for mm-hmm. your past, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think when you lean a little towards one side or the other, then you like have this whole like 
therapy with yourself the next day to be like, you enjoyed your life. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't – you don't need to punish yourself for it. Totally. There is a lot of pressure in every aspect of our lives, but uh, it, life's too short to cave in to all those pressures. And we have to be strong and that's how we grow. So voila. 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 Do you know CS used to spell voila, W-A-L-A? <laughs> It is true. <laughs> Sorry to blast you on that. I like no, it. No, when I'm these types of things it. come up, I'm thinking to myself of all the awesome TikToks we could make. Like, yeah. what's a word I screwed up most my life uh-huh. and now have seen the light? Oh, Voila. like, um, we'll play it by, finish that. What's we'll that? play it by ear? What? Wait, what did you say? By ear? Yes. I used to think it was year. <laughs> You did? Yeah. What does that mean, play it by ear? Like, we'll just talk about it? Like, we'll just play it by ear. Like, we'll just, like, see where the night takes us. I know, but what does that have to do with an ear? Well, I don't know the answer to that. (laughs) I thought it was year. Like, we'll just play it by ear, like, as the time passes. Huh. Look that up I'm looking it up real quick. (laughs) Okay, so... Perform music without having to read from a score. She could play both by ear and by reading. Well, yeah, but that's not so. Then it said right, right. But the informal definition is proceed instinctively according to results and circumstances, oh. rather than according to rules or a plan. So play something by ear, meaning like what you hear and not what you read. Which gotcha, I can't gotcha, read gotcha. music, so I'm always playing things by ear anyway. And that really sums up my life. I also can't read music. That's but I crazy. love music. Me too. And I could repeat a melody and a song pretty much right back at you, but I would never be able to uh, like connect that to little notes, I don't think. No, me neither. No. I think there was one grade that you were supposed to be taught to read music, but I think I moved that year. And so all the kids were in band and I was like too late moving. So I got like a weird study hall. I don't think <laughs> I don't think that occurred. Hung out. Did you if it did, I blacked it out. No. Didn't you have to do like the like fake band, like the recorder and all that yes. stuff though? I don't remember that. I don't think I did that. It's hard to say. Fine. But when I want to be a a concert pianist and violinist, I'll have to be playing it by ear. <laughs> well, I will say um, Charlie Puth on TikTok, he does these really cute and funny little things you didn't know about music and now you know, don't want it, don't know if you cared or wanted to know, but there it is. He's really cute and funny. Um, I, I learned something while my legs were up against the wall, which is something that someone told me over the weekend that I should try for between five and seven minutes every day just to get my blood flowing, something or other. So I, I did. I was really proud of myself because I've been saying I've, I'm going to do things and then I learned it this weekend and then I did it today. I do that with my dance students. They're called wall stretches. So uh, you lay on the floor, put your butt all the way up against the wall. And then put your legs straight up and A, they'll stretch your hamstrings and then increase blood flow. And then also if you let your legs straddle, then the gravity pulls them down, but then the wall keeps your hamstrings straight and keeps your back in the flat position. Right. Which is so amazing. When you're sitting up, you just easily, you know, hunch your back. Right. So anyway, so I, I, I know not the reasons 
I, I kind of do now that you've explained it to me. But um, yeah, I'm going to do that. Anyway. Okay. Well, this was a very random episode. Thank you for listening to my therapy sesh and my crying. And oh, I thought of the perfect um, name for a future pet, but I don't know if I should say it out loud. Well, okay. It's up to you. Okay. But you kind of. So I told my husband (laughs) that Kingston, my sweet angel baby, was a Rottweiler and I would get 10 more Rottweilers. However, as a puppy, she was a very bad girl <laughs> and very hard to handle and God bless. Train your dogs, people. Um, anyways, so I was like, what dog I would always want and I've always wanted is a Jack Russell Terrier because <laughs> what's the story, Wishbone? <laughs> mm-hmm. I loved Wishbone growing up and I just think they're the cutest dang little dogs. And so I was talking about it and I was like, oh my gosh, I have the perfect name. Al Fredo. I love it. Alfredo. I love it. It's but adorable. like two separate names. Okay. Al. So Al. his name is Al Fredo. and Alfredo for like Middle name. fancy. Or like Al period Fredo. I love it. Or just First middle. I mean, Rachel has a middle name. It's fine. Yeah. My husband's like. Not as cool as that. Still hung up on the Jack Russell Terrier part. Like, wait, what? Because we love big dogs. And then I said, I kind of want to do like a giant dog, like a St. Bernard or something really big. And then Alfredo. (laughs) I told CB that before I left, my husband said, do you want to like pick up a bottle, me me to get a bottle of wine or something for you to take? And I was like, I'll just pick something up on the way. And my son, Ryan was like, mom, I have the best idea for a housewarming present that you could bring CB. And I was like, what? And he's like, a puppy. (laughs) And so Ryan asked um, if it was sad. And I said, we didn't really talk about it too much, but I said, she, her love for Kingston is just so big and so strong that she's already thinking about how can she fill this hole a little bit and she wants a Jack Russell Terrier and Doug looked at me and people (laughs) listening can't see me but he like put his hands up and he was like what Rottweiler Jack Russell Terrier like can you pull up a picture of one and I was like I know it's really funny kind of right but she has her mind made up already and it is happening and of course it's cute they're so cute can't go wrong Oh, so funny. When you walk into my room, there's like a blanket with Kingston's head on it that CS and CL got me. There's little mini Rottweiler stuffed animals on my bed that my friend Megan got me. Pillows that my dance mom got me. (laughs) There's just like, and then Kingston's beds, which I'm never getting rid of. They're huge and they're comfy to lay in. (laughs) I might park it on Kingston's bed next time I come if there's nowhere else to go. I know. Gosh, it's so sad. And I called her bunny and I swear I've seen so many baby bunnies around and I'm like oh Kingston just killing me right now anyways I did have this weird moment of hope of like I could get a little Jack Russell (laughs) my husband's like what you said this was not happening ever again I'm like well I know it's gonna happen eventually just I don't think it can replicate Kingston at all it has to be yes (laughs) yes but you know Timing is everything. Kingston lived a beautiful life. 
Yes. And now you can take on just a little bit more. Dogs are like a full-time job. So oh my gosh, I know. Take advantage of this time and then you can add a sweet little Alfredo to the mix when the time comes. <laughs> but then what if it was like a girl and they're like, Al? And I was like, well, it's short for Allison or something like that. Allison Fredo. We call her Al for short though, Alfredo. I call my friend Allison Al. Yeah, Allie Fredo. Um, yeah, because everyone thought Kingston was a boy, but obviously not. She was just a badass. Okay. That's just – anyway. Not Anyways. an educated guess, but okay. Uh, well, this has been a little bit of a roller coaster today for me. What to title this so episode? So many emotions are spewing out of my eyes right now. What am I naming this one? Hmm? Uh, CB's mental breakdown. <laughs> I actually have pre-named it not quite sure, which – is kind yeah, of appropriate. A, appropriate title. No, but I'm just kidding. I won't. I won't no, call it that. Uh, I think you should. Not, not quite sure. Yeah, not quite sure. Okay. If you're not quite sure, we're not quite sure. You don't have to be sure. Such is life, right? Such is life. You know, it's all going to be okay if you are nice to people, and if you're not, then you need to be. So. I totally agree. I think at the end of the day, if you can go home and say I at least didn't do anything to cause anyone else harm or hatred or, or anything else. Or pain. And I made one person, like, smile. smile. Then I did a good job. So, pat Winner. yourselves on the back. <sighs> and someday we will have a brand new Every Kind office. To show off. my house will be sold by the next time we check in. I give it three days. <laughs> oh, Three lovely. business days. Okay, that's a little too optimistic my blood but i will take it okay good all right guys we will be back if you gained any insight from this episode like if you are a little too in your experiential self or a little too in your narrative self which one are you tell us head to our instagram at every kind co and at you fit here and tell us all the good things oh we didn't do our good things but i mean something good is that we were together and we are making headway on the new Every Kind office. Our seventh and... birthday is coming up. <gasps> yes, our seventh birthday. We'll, which we'll probably have exciting. a sale and maybe some new things to show off. Yeah, if we can get our, our stuff together. And you'll just have to deal with old pictures of us. <laughs> they may be We had less edit- wrinkles then. <laughs> for, for enjoyment. <laughs> yeah, just edit pictures of us together. Okay? I'll age us. There is a yeah. Photoshop aging feature oh, now so i'll just age us like a couple years it'd be fine oh well i'll just get to you sooner than later okay hmm. we love you all and Hilarious. thanks for tuning in until next time au revoir uh, hasta la vista baby <laughs>